In this episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark, I'm joined again by Louise Reed and Sam Robertson. Oh my, hold on to your hats, my friends. We are talking about getting you free from battle weariness, returning your strength and your stamina and setting you up for victory in the days of war. Don't miss this episode of What the Prophets Say. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark. And of course, you got used to us by now. My accent is from the north coast of Ireland. And I am joined again by Louise Reed, who has an Irish accent, but a slightly different version of it. She comes from the Republic of Ireland. The South of Ireland. The Correct. South. Yes. The South. Yes. I'm from the North and she's from the South. And mm. actually, it's very different vocally, as you can see. It, it is. Yes. But... All God's country. And mm. both beautiful. And both beautiful, yes. <laughs> you hear the dulcet tones. Dulcet tones dulcet of tones. Sam coming in with his Scottish accent. Yes. <laughs> but between us, we are Celtic warriors. We are Celtic. And Celtic prophets. So if you like my accent, go to the north and listen to God. If you like <laughs> Louise's accent, go to the south and Dublin. If you like Sam's accent, we will pray for you for deliverance. Indeed. So, you all love my accent. Or for the gift lie. of interpretation. We'll do a poll on the podcast and see whose accent <laughs> Who's is the Who's the Scottish, best. the Northern yeah. Irish, yes. or the Southern Irish. Yes. Yes. Um, and three, actually joined, but separate nations. Mm-hmm. Very distinct cultures. Correct. Very distinct cultures. But share that wild Celtic DNA. Yeah, they are, they are all wild Sam, in one word, one or two words, sum up the Scottish people. So I would say the Scottish generally are brave, they're mm. authentic, and I do think the Scottish are warm and friendly. We are. Um, it depends where you are. There are some places that can be an exception, but I think the Irish might fight you over being well, the warmest yes, and the friendliest. Yes, I mean, the Irish are warm, but we, it's not a competition. <laughs> What? What? It is a competition. Is, everything's a competition. I press on for the prize and I shall win. Um, no, but I think we, we can win on the brave. Yes. The brave the brave one. Yes, I, yes think. I think we'll give Scotland the brave. Probably rightly named. Yes, mm. Scotland the brave. Do you want to sing us the song, Scotland the Brave? No. I, uh, no. no, please don't. Actually, our ears might bleed. Um, I'll record it on a CD and make lots of money. That sounds like I'm being very cheeky to you. Sam is amazing at many things. But not singing. Correct. It would be a miracle, but miracle, we believe in miracles. Absolutely. Sam, maybe you do need to sing Scotland the Brave and we will repent because your voice will be so amazing. I feel like uh, I would rather not do that. Live. I want people to listen to the podcast <laughs> and not switch off. Okay. He's Louise, being cornered here. tell us about the Irish, the Southern Irish. Oh, Mental. Well. <laughs> Funny. Um, I think the Irish are very warm and welcoming. Yeah. You are. Um... I think there is one of the differences between the Scots and the Irish. I think the Irish are sensitive. They're a bit of a softer version of the Scots. I think there's an edge to the Scots in terms mm-hmm. of that brave. They're more. There's more of a warrior spirit, I think, on on the Scottish. But the Irish are definitely warm and welcoming. And I think that that is proved by, in my experience, anybody who travels to Ireland, they expect are welcome and they expect everybody to be having a party yes all of the time good old traditional music and a pint of guinness absolutely yes yeah so the northern irish what can i say tell us us, emma and they are the most stubborn of the lot (laughs) 
aren't they? <laughs> well, you only you can get away with saying I that. I can say that about my own people and they are the fighters. Mm. Scotland is brave and Southern Ireland is hospitable, but the Northern Irish are the stubborn fighters and the bold truth tellers. Mm. Uh, yes. Gloriously yes. bold yeah. truth telling. Honest. honest. We're very, very honest people. Mm. Blunt. You don't fluff up your, your words. You say it as it needs to be said. And you and you appreciate bluntness yeah, from other Northern Ireland. I miss people. it. I have to say I miss yeah. it. Moving from Northern Ireland to Scotland, I miss the truth telling yeah. and the the humour of the Northern Irish, which is very self deprecating and mm. very sarcastic. Yes. I think it's probably why one of your core values that you've created within the organization is we must be bold truth tellers. Yes, because you're a prophet, but even from, from what you probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Up it's some of your culture there is yeah. Yeah. massive. It's I massive. like to think of the Northern Irish as bold and stout hearted. Yes. I feel there's something very strong. I'll take that. There yeah. is. Yeah. There is. There, there is a, I'd like to be I redemptive about it. <laughs> but then I think, to be fair, it's the Northern Irish soil that has had war on it yeah. in our lifetimes, whereas mm. Scotland and, and Ireland have yeah. not. But the Northern Irish have war. Yeah. And I have had you war. You have a living memory of it. Yes. We have, a, and it's still a little bit, yeah. you know, under the radar at the moment and likely to, to rear its head. I do think there will be violence on, on Irish soil within the next handful of years. Um, as as God moves us towards a united Ireland again, I do think that is on heaven's agenda for Ireland to be united. I know that's controversial for, for many, is. but I do think that <clears throat> is the will of God. And um, I think when you have learned how to put people in the grind and stand at graves and you've watched people shot or you've heard bombs, culturally, you, you come into a slightly different value system mm, about what you talk about. Yeah. Mm. So actually that leads us nicely well in, it yeah. leads us nicely into today's theme as you get to know us a little bit better. We want to talk about war. <laughs> and let me just set the scene and then Sam and Louise, you can jump in. My concern as prophets, as we assess the state of the Western church, mm. is that because we have no real understanding of being kingdom citizens we believe well i'm individually saved mm -hmm. and we value our individual salvation but because we don't talk about kingdom values kingdom citizenship i'm part of a kingdom as one of our prime conversation points we forget that there are two kingdoms mm -hmm. and we forget therefore that we are an entire people group members of God's kingdom mm -hmm. who are always at war mm. and because of the lack of conversation about the kingdom and the lack of ownership of our citizenship in preference for selfish individual my rights mm -hmm. my savior my healer my kinds are all of which are lovely char characteristics of God and necessary but it has robbed us of my king, our king, the king of this kingdom, of which I am a, a valiant member, which is in per perpetual warfare against the kingdom of darkness. So we have lost in that the default cultural understanding of being a people in perpetual war. And we have lost in that the instinctiveness of being a violent people, which John, <laughs> you know, what, what you talk about, you know, the kingdom of God suffers violence, the violent take before. I said John, sorry. It's Matthew's gospel. And we have also devalued 
spiritual warfare as optional extra because we don't talk enough about the kingdom so therefore we have no real tangible meaningful day-to-day understanding that we are uh, on sides now let me end this kind of introduction as i fire over to you is when you come to the passages in revelation and we quote them and we misquote it we misquote it as the kingdoms plural um uh, of this world will become the kingdom of of our Lord Novice Christ. So we think that means nations. Mm-hmm. It is a singular word. What, yeah. The kingdom, kingdom of the world. Of the world. In other words, Satan's kingdom will become the kingdom of our Lord Novice Christ. In other words, the war is not can I get nations? That is not the war that is being outlined there. And of course, at the temptation of Christ, Jesus is offered nations. Mm. And he says, no. He says, no, he doesn't mm. want nations. Yeah. He, he doesn't, actually. He doesn't. Now, some of you are going, oh, Sam too. Or you're going, oh, what about Zechariah? What about Job 12? What about, y- 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 what does Jesus do in all those things? He smashes the nations to Two pieces. Mm-hmm. He takes them and kills them. Mm-hmm. It's like we didn't read to the end of the verse. But the, but the point of all of that is, he is saying in his destruction of nations and the judgment of nations literally through scripture is I will not share my kingship mm. with any other structure. Yeah. I will not share my rulership with any other form of government. Mm. I will not share. The glory is mine and I am the king. So in that singular verse, the kingdom oh, of this world. world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. It is God saying, you are in a war and the war is against Satan and it is my kingdom overturning satan's kingdom Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i will smash nations don't you dare get too up about god protect my nation i will smash nations because their form of government is not me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so all of that to say i know we got a bit controversial there all of that is (laughs) to say (laughs) that we are supposed to be a people of war and we can no longer sin by saying I don't like spiritual warfare. I don't want to do spiritual warfare. I'm not very good at spiritual warfare. You cannot hide behind those excuses anymore in the day of the two kingdoms and the day of war. Right, over to you guys. Can we say it like this? Spiritual warfare is not an optional opt-in or opt-out activity. Baseline, we are born into a war. Exactly. We are born straight into a war. From the moment you're born, you're, you're in a war. Your choice is, are you going to participate and are you going to rise above? What, what, how, how are you going to act in that? So you can't avoid war. We can't live in avoidance of war. Our wrestle is not against flesh and blood. That our wrestle is a continuous phrase there. We are continually mm-hmm. in a wrestle that's not against flesh and blood. It's not people to people. It's not even people to structure. We're against, mm-hmm. in a wrestle, continuous wrestle against principalities and powers. I think we've also forgotten just how utterly revolutionary therefore the kingdom of god is and we like to think you know like you know the verse who are these talking about the disciples who are these that have turned the world upside down Mm -hmm. and we think oh isn't that a nice little verse we'd like to be a you know (laughs) people who turn the world upside down but that verse was said because wherever the disciples went wherever the apostles went because they kingdomized it by the people being changed there was almost devastation to the kingdoms of the world Mm -hmm. that they brought who are these that completely and utterly changed everything when they rocked up here Mm -hmm. because they so understood that where they went they were citizens of another kingdom and they brought that kingdom with them yes yeah. louise totally 
Wow. Well, I'm just thinking as you're talking, talking there, um, scriptures are going through my head and, and particularly <laughs> this war is won. We've got to understand we're, yes. we're not in fighting for mm-hmm. a conclusion. The yeah. conclusion has already happened it's, it's, at yeah. the at the cross and uh, the blood of Jesus is is th- the final say on this. But we are dealing with the squirmishes and, and um, is that the right word? Squirmishes. Yeah, squirmishes yes. Yeah. And, um, good word. Squirmishes. Um, but we are working out. Yeah this revolutionary win of Christ on the cross. And that is the continuation of, of, uh, of the battles and the skirmishes that we see. And the, again, the mindset of this is so important mm-hmm. because it is not that we're fighting for victory. Mm. We're fighting from, from victory. Yeah. If that's already set. And that's a whole different ballgame. If you know you're on the winning side yeah. and that it's all good ultimately, that is very different than mm. if you're fighting for something. I, I think if we pick up what we talked about in the last um, episode, which was about life by the spirit, we talked about the mindset of the church being protect and defend. Mm. The mindset of the kingdom is expand. Mm. It is take territory. It's the in- of the it's the Isaiah concept of the increase of his government and, and peace. There will be no, no end. end. And the fact that the kingdom of God by default nature is in expansionist mode. It's in increasing mode. Now that is really about its increase in the ownership of souls. Okay, that's really important that it is in the ownership of souls that it defeats Satan and that men become the possession of God. Mm-hmm. How does the kingdom of God increase life by life by life? Mm-hmm. And how do we secure that by pushing darkness off mm-hmm. the people? Mm-hmm. And I feel that we have got so tame and lost our <laughs> violence yeah. and got battle weary that God is actually saying, look, you are now in Matthew, the end chapters of Matthew. You've got war between Russia and Ukraine that's not going to go away. You will have war, China and Taiwan, that I am prophesying. You are going to see war in other places spread. The Lord keeps talking to me about, um, actually written it, the Baltic Sea. Mm. The Lord is saying to me, watch even the war ex- extend to Estonia, Latvia, watch Sweden and Finland and um, Lithuania become involved. I mean, God has been really clear yeah, with me Middle about, the, the, the uh, you are hearing from God mm. about the Middle East there, Sam. But actually, we do feel that there's going to be third world war. We've talked about that before. But I hear the Lord say, watch as Russia pushes nations to their knees. And that sense that a couple of things are going to happen in that. God is saying, look, I need to remind you that as much as these are awful and they are awful mm-hmm. and there's a lot of pain in that. Yes. I am provoking you to remember that you need to come above this and you need to do a fighting that is more significant. And it is a war in the spirit mm. that is for the salvation of the earth. Man by man by woman, man, woman by woman, child by child. And that you have forgotten how to war. And so what happened when war came back to the shores of Europe 
was that we, instead of going, yes, I understand war. Yes, I'm already at war. We went into fear mode and retreat yeah. mode. And God is we saying, no, no, we were paralyzed. And God's saying, no, look, do you not see yeah. why I even let this happen? Yeah. Because I need souls totally. and I need you to go f- to war. And I need you to see that there is war happening. And I'm going to let some things happen that are true to the latter chapters of the gospel of Matthew of ro- wars and rumors of wars. But I am putting war in the atmosphere because you have forgotten that you are at war. And so it's not about, I don't think, oh God, pray for a war to stop. Now this is very difficult. We do pray for very difficult Mm -hmm. grind. We do pray for bloodthirsty spirits to be bound. We do pray for protection. We do pray for the church to be strong in these places. We do pray for the littlest and the least and the last. But ultimately what we are saying is, God, you have said some of this stuff needs to happen. We don't understand why all of it but what we do understand is that it should be a provoke a provocation to you and i it should provoke us into remembering that i am on the side of victory and i need to be rattled not to retreat but i need to be rattled to come forth as part of an advancing kingdom that starts to get an attitude in me that says right god we're going for souls Yeah. yeah God is shocking us back into a biblical norm and back into the reality that we are of another kingdom. And and God is God, I think God is allowing the chaos, the pressure, whether you're being directly affected by war right now, listening and watching, or your life is under pressure. You're gonna be one or the other. I don't Mm. think there's a single person, particularly in Western world right now, that God is not applying pressure and shaking. Mm. We're all in that place because God wants to shock us into living a life and the reality of the kingdom of God and what that means as then warriors who are advancing and who are violently advancing uh, his rule and his reign and it's hearts it's hearts it's hearts and if you don't know how to pray and if you don't know what to pray for yourself I would just say God I give you permission that this season would do in me what you want it to do in me yes whatever it may be and that this season would do in the church whatever you want it to do in the church but it's a shock and and, and let it shock you into a a, a kingdom form of life yeah yeah i think we're too tame oh Oh, completely i was just going to say that we live i mean particularly in western society uh in the western church we are so self-orientated and so comfort orientated so when we gather together even as believers our probably our first thought is let's have some nice worship so we'll feel better (laughs) about life you know let's go let's go for a lot of you know soul care and all that and it's not that that isn't it's not that that isn't important but it has it has its place but actually there is a much greater prize and that warrior spirit i mean you said emma that we're Mm. you know we're battle weary i think there's lots of people who are battle weary mm. there are many intercessors who are battle weary mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but you know what if the church took on uh, to strengthen their muscles their spiritual mm. muscles actually to get in the fight there's something incredible there's something that is is so satisfying about walking in the spirit and fighting in the spirit according to the spirit of God and actually seeing breakthroughs. This mm. is what this is what we're called to do and to be. Yes. Can yeah. I talk about this battle weariness for a second? Because, it, 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 you know, in my book here, um, I just it's just I literally write down pages of what I hear God say. Mm. And. The Lord said this to me, 
Satan's aim is to tame you. Mm -hmm. And the temptation has been for years to partner with his tameness. Mm -hmm. Satan wants to make you manageably docile Mm -hmm. to subdue you in cyclic states of similar battles with punches and with loss. But then the Lord said this, know this, your battle weariness is not real. Interesting. Now, isn't that fascinating? I mean, I actually have got some exclamation marks here. Your battle weariness is not real. And I'm going, hang on a minute, but I think it is. <laughs> yeah. Hang on a minute, God, you're messing it with my real. head. It yeah. feels real. Exactly. It feels real. So he said this to me. God said, your battle weariness, your battle weariness is not real. You think you can't go again. That is a satanic lie. Your battle weariness is a demonic coat you need to pull off. Wow. wow there wow, you go. Wow, wow, wow. So I'm like, oh, huh. maybe actually. And, and then that has pushed me to think, okay, so let's, let's take this example. Sometimes when we've had massive waiting lists for prophetic words, and it happens, I mean, we, we always have a waiting list to give prophecy. I've said to the, to the staff, oh, I think we just need to get on top of the waiting list. Let's prophesy for seven hours in a in row. One day. One day. You know, we'll just <laughs> get... back to back. Back to back. We'll just <laughs> get through all the client lists. We don't want to keep people waiting for too long for ministry. This is pre-pandemic yeah. when people could travel to us with ease. And people would say, how do you feel by like R6 or better book the earlier slots because you'll be worn no, out. No, the opposite. The opposite Absolutely. is true. Absolutely. When you are doing the thing that you are meant to do... Yes. And for us as prophets, it's having the word of the Lord in our minds. It's like nourishment to my soul. Oh, totally. Totally. And so actually, you want to be in the appointment slot by our six and a half and by our seven. Because yeah. we are on a roll yes, at that point. We have warmed yeah. up. We you are on up. fire. And you're actually, the physical <laughs> frame the is yeah. pushed right back. It is. Because the anointing yeah. in doing what you're supposed to do is so remarkably so healing. Yeah. So I'm kind of working with that thought. That when I am doing what I'm supposed to do, I actually come alive. Yes. Now, interestingly, we talked about our cultural default settings between the Scottish culture, the Southern Irish culture, and the Northern Irish culture. That actually, the Northern Irish, now they don't get everything right because they are stubborn and rude. I get that. (laughs) But what we do get right as Northern Irish, don't quote me on that, by the way. But what we do get right. It's already been said. It's already been said. What we do get right is we love war. We love a fight. And actually, my father would say to me, he's English and uh, they're a whole different conversation (laughs) culturally. But he would say that when he first went to minister in Northern Ireland, of course, married my mum and and had us born in Northern Ireland, he would sit in church leadership meetings where he was as the pastor chairing Mm -hmm. the meetings, the leader of the church. And he would have elders absolutely screaming at each other And he thought this was the end. The leadership team would be completely broken. He said he actually had to stand in the middle of two of his Northern Irish deacons (laughs) fight physically, physically punching each other. He was home on his knees like Jesus help. He said, I drove out the next day in the car and saw the two of them sitting having a coffee laughing like nothing had ever happened. Because the Northern Irish spar in that sense of warfare and think nothing of it. Mm. And it doesn't wear them out. 
Now, if the Spirit of God is saying your battle weariness is a demonic coat to pull off, mm. what do we think? Now, I know I'm putting you on the spot. What do you think about that? It's an illusion. And I think that's that, that uh, but, it, but it talks to me about that is the tactic of Satan because he doesn't have all power, mm. he has limited power. <clears throat> so, Satan can never actually fully take you out, but he can make you think that you're being taken Come out. On. He can make you think, oh, I'm an absolute mess. He can make you think I'm this level of brokenness. He can make you think I'm battle-weary. And the moment you think that of yourself, it becomes your reality. And actually, yes. we're talking here not about you need loads of deliverance, you need three months off on sabbatical, you need this. Mm -hmm. We're saying, no, you actually just need to renew your mind. You need to do some business and you need to say, that lie mm -hmm. of battle weariness that has come to, to, to convince me that I'm being taken out, get out my mind. Mm. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. And you are literally just... Go in the spirit, come on, even now, and just say that lie of battle weariness, I'm grabbing a hold of you, you're out my mind, mm -hmm. I am able to go again. Mm. Is this, yeah, go for it, Louise. I was just going to say, the only time I think that we are battle weary is when we are warring with the wrong mm. weapons. Oh. And we yeah. become tired and we get get into defeat mode and we're thinking this is this is either not worth it or it's too difficult it's too too hard but actually when like you were talking about the prophesying when we are warring by the spirit in the spirit yeah that you you do not become weary mm -hmm. and the scripture tells us don't become weary yeah. in doing good yeah. actually don't don't let yeah. that happen don't let me um now of course there's wisdom to be applied here yes. we're not talking about you know um like going for days and days and being it being unwise yeah. but i i just think that it's so important our, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, carnal. Yeah. that is what the word says mm -hmm. so we need to be careful we're in the spirit warring by the spirit and listening to what the spirit is saying I think First Peter 5 verse 8, we, we read that Satan is a roaring lion. Yeah. So there is a, a sound, there's, that, a there's a noise that yeah. can be a little bit intimidating. Yeah. And then the scripture goes on, Satan is a roaring lion seeking to devour you. Now that word devour means to eat your strength, to settle you into an acceptance of the status quo. The Greek word means to, interestingly, to drink down and consume or swallow your life. It implies, really, I, I suppose, a sense of wearied destruction. Mm, being depleted. He, yeah, he seeks to devour you. I think we need to say, has Satan been successful? And I actually just need to say, you don't get to do that anymore. Come on. You it's just don't on. get it's to do that today. anymore. Yeah. That actually, I have joy. Maybe I need to yeah. release an impartation from this Northern Irishness, maybe without so much the stubborn rudeness. But, you know, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Northern Irish blessing of, I love a fight. And a actually, fight. it's such a, a good fight. It's such a glorious default setting. I love a good spiritual fight. Yes. <laughs> Northern Irish need to apply it to the spirit more than the natural. <laughs> I love a good spiritual fight. So therefore, I don't even think that the enemy can swallow down my life or drink it down. Yeah. Well, look, who's going to be in charge here? Are we going to allow ourselves to be intimidated? I mean, it's funny. I, I woke this morning and I remembered that line in the lion king where 
Oh, please it's, sing it! Please sing it! Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's not a song. It's oh. just it's it's where Simba. Oh, no, that's not what I was going to say. Circle of life. But where Simba <laughs> says, "I Simba. laugh in the face of danger." Yeah. Oh yes. Now he's being, you know, he's little and he's being a little bit cocky. You know, yeah. I laugh in the face yes. of danger. And then, of course, the hyenas come out and they're starting to have have a go and saying, "Oh, we're going to have you for tea," kind kind of thing. So he's got a journey to go. But I, th- that line was just in my mind. I laugh in the face of danger. You know, and I think we need a little bit of that. Who are we going to be intimidated yeah. by? Yes. Actually, I'm I'm on the winning side. Yeah. I'm in the I'm with Jesus. He's in me and I'm in him. And actually, he is the ultimate overcomer. He overcame the world. So the overcomer, the ultimate overcomer lives in me and I'm in him. Well, no wonder it says in Proverbs 31, she is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. Mm-hmm. Because that, because yes. I'm an overcomer because of him yes. in me. I have to say that she she laughs without fear of the future. Yeah. Is, is my daughter's favorite verse. Oh really? And yeah, yeah, yeah. She laughs without fear of the future. She actually has that. We got an artist friend to draw that oh. with a big tidal wave coming in to crash, and in the wave is is the words she laughs without fear of the future. Yeah, come on. And that sense that I actually think, I mean, she's 29, Jessica, my daughter, but being raised in that that sense of telling our children, um, or even as adults, to be perfectly honest, if we've not grasped Mm. this, you can laugh without fear of the future. I think that, yes, we have to be alert. Yes, we have to be vigilant. I think because we are now in not just the days of war very naturally physically on the earth but we're in the days of the increase of the kingdom of god and the understanding that we are in a kingdom first of all first of all you're in a kingdom i think that is hmm. revelation for many you're in a kingdom you're in a kingdom okay you're part of a kingdom it's not just you little old you being saved by christ alone you are going to see clashes of the kingdom hmm. as normal manifesting from the spiritual realm into the natural realm where satan's war over nations uh, becomes practically seen um or even god versus satan's approach to finances or yeah. god versus satan's approach to healthcare or god versus satan's approach to to i don't know cost of living crisis yeah. we are going to see a clash of the kingdoms every yes. every way we look yeah and actually we cannot live any longer as shaken as we were. We cannot have waves of intimidation keep and crashing over us. To be you can't have that. Mm. And actually, it is that ability to say, I'm an alien. Yeah. I'm an alien on the earth. You know, I am a totally. citizen of heaven. This is um, not going to impact me. I take off my battle weariness. I do not get intimidated. The battle may be continual. Mm. It may be now in, in, in an uninterrupted phase, but I will not partner with being docile. Mm. I will not believe that Satan has any way to tell me I am not anything more than robust and strong and capable and able. Yeah. And I will just say, Satan, you back off. Yeah. I mean, I think there is so much at the moment of the Gideon mentality. Oh, go Hi- and hide. Hiding oh. in the wine press. Yeah. You know, but but what does the angel of the Lord come and say? You know, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. No. So when Gideon was feeling at his worst and diminished and hiding, 
that's when he was called yeah. out. And he didn't need a holiday to regroup. <laughs> he needed to hold himself as a warrior. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, absolutely. I think really what we want to pray for you guys as you are as we come to the end of this is that the 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 lie of battle weariness now comes off. Yeah, mm. in the name of Jesus, now, come on. I, probably some of you are going, but I feel, feel but Yeah. I, now, fine. Okay, watch as I pray for you, how that changes. Yes, yeah. exactly. I mean, come on, yeah. believe the prophets and you will prosper. Is that not what mm-hmm. uh, uh, Chronicles says, yeah. says? Believe the prophets and you will be a success. Believe the prophets and you will advance are all implied in that. Believe the prophets uh, and you will prosper concept from, from Chronicles, Second Chronicles 2020. And that sense of, I want to fight for you, that you will shed come that on. coat yeah. of battle weariness because war is now not switching yeah. off yeah. and the kingdom of God is not in static stagnant mode mm. who wants to pray let, let Sam and Louise both go for it both pray and pull off that yeah. battle weariness of these dear yeah. people yeah well, Louise yeah. go for it jump in okay jump in well in <laughs> Jesus name in fact just you know wherever you mm-hmm. are physically actually just take off yeah. that cloak of weariness and you know be yeah. a bit enthusiastic yes. about it. This isn't isn't you don't look good in this coat. I'm just saying it doesn't look good on you. <laughs> doesn't suit you. Yeah, there's a, there's a coat of many colours, which is the manifold wisdom of God that He wants to put on you, yeah. so that you can war in the spirit, yeah. that you will not become weary in doing good, but that you will press on towards the goal, and you'll do it with joy and strength. So in Jesus' name, as you stand and take off that coat, we just say in Jesus' name, let it be gone and let it be yeah. removed and never return yeah. come on let's go for the, the full whack on this come on never we agree we agree return yeah. and we just speak over you we loose over you just joy and particularly the strength of the lord because the strength of that the joy of the lord is going to be your strength so get into joy lord we we say holy spirit right now and new angels to be released to bring that joy that brings the strength and that there will be a joy in battle there actually be a joy in battle. And Lord, that uh, these folks, these dear folks will know victory. So just know that you are on the winning side, that the the greatest overcomer of all time is within you mm. and you in him. So may it so be good. so in Jesus' name. Yeah. Wow. Come on. So yeah. you and that illusion of battle weariness yeah. now ends and that lie that has occupied yeah. your mind Come on, it yeah. comes out in the yeah. name of Jesus Renewal. and I listen to you watching and listening the strength within mm. that says I can go again yeah. I can go again because God's in me and he's empowered me yeah. and I'm a citizen of another kingdom yeah. wow Jesus what a name. session yeah it was a feast so thank you once again listeners our dear podcast listeners for joining us for What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark, and we bless you richly, and we will see you in our next podcast ever episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark. You clearly ooze stamina. May I gently encourage you to jump over to our website, propheticscots.com, where you can download my e-course, the prophetic warrior nine highly interactive sessions that will equip and train you to hear the voice of god with ease make sure that you subscribe and like and share this podcast you don't want to miss all the things we have coming up for you